I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. We are going back to the hive for season five of The, the Connor, Connor Smith, Smith Show. Show. All right. Uh, today we are talking to Rachel Haber. Rachel uh, was class of 2015. Uh, Rachel played Katrina in our Sleepy Hollow that we took and reworked at Shenandoah in 2014. Um, and since we have our new production called Ichabod, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow coming up at Creative Cauldron in October, we thought it'd be fun to kind of revisit Rachel and see what she's up to. We're going to do all that very soon. Um, if you have not heard, and I think you have, we have started a Patreon on this show uh, that helps support Connor and Smith projects. Um, you, if you join as a Patreon member, get behind the scenes uh, looks at some of the things we're working on, like for the month of October, our Sleepy Hollow that's now called Ichabod. Um, you'll get to see behind the scenes photos, stuff like that, uh, exciting content, um, merch, all kinds of things. And just check out the link. You can find us on Patreon under Connor with an ER and Smith. Uh, also, the link is in the description of this podcast. But we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. In 1985, Tyler was meeting Justin at their favorite arcade, Longshot. Just as Justin was about to confess his love for Tyler, the world changed. Blending elements of 1980s pop culture and LGBTQIA fiction, we journey through this incredible experience that brings them closer together as they fight against a world trying to keep them apart. Listen to Longshot on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. <laughs> it, it's morning where you are. You are in? I am in San Jose, California. And what, uh, what brings you to San Jose, California? I am on the Cats Tour. Yeah, we're here in California for a good bit, actually. Now, we're talking about the Broadway musical with people in leotards yeah. um, that, that uh, is, is touring currently in San Jose. Mm -hmm. Matthew knows a thing mm -hmm. or two about cats, don't you? Hey, Rachel. Hi. I didn't How introduce him. Yeah, Stephen usually introduces me, <laughs> oh but my God. it's not like I'm, I'm not here. We're not, we're not on our usual game. We don't usually uh, podcast this early, so pardon me. I am sitting here. With my husband and co-host, Matt Connor. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so are you enjoying Cats? I love it. Um, I'm actually one of the booth singers, so it's pretty chill. I didn't know that there were um, people singing in the pit during Cats, but I guess it, it makes sense since they're all dancing on stage. Yeah, you know, when I did Cats, uh, I didn't really like it. Uh, until I got in it and started rehearsing, then I fell in love with the show, of course, because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Oh, yeah, it's it's great. So what did you what did you do with Cats? How, how long ago was that? <laughs> oh, gosh, back when my turnout was still turned out. <laughs> um, I was Mungo Jerry. Oh, that, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. One I of the silly cats. Yeah. And that was at Toby's Dinner Theater in the Round. Oh my gosh. Did yeah, you have like the original choreography, Jillian Lynn? Well, yes, it was very much uh, sort of uh, we're doing the original choreography without saying that we are. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. But um, how long have you been touring with Cats? We started rehearsals back in August. It was a very quick process. Um, we only rehearsed for a few, maybe three weeks, and we opened in Modesto this past Saturday. So we just moved over to San Jose. Um, I guess our first performance was on Tuesday. So oh, fun. Just the beginning. 
Where, where are you originally from? I'm from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Bucks County? Mm-hmm. That's where the famous playhouse is. Yep. I definitely performed there when I was a child. <laughs> Why over is the Bucks summer. County Playhouse a big deal? I'm a, it's had a lot of different owners over the past decade. Um, it wasn't a big deal when I was a kid. I mean, we used to do like those week-long um, rehearsal processes. I did Beauty and the Beast and like Aladdin Jr. Um, but now since I has a new owner, I'm not sure who it is, but now they've, they're bringing in, I'm, I know they brought in like Hunter Foster to direct Rocky Horror. My mom's gone to see it you gone to see it uh, multiple times. Um, they just had uh, Leslie Margarita, I think, um, a few times um, for Guys and Dolls. Yeah, they bring it, since it's just a train ride from the city, um, it's pretty easy to get big names. That's fun. So growing up, did you, were you always sort of uh, interested in, in being an, an artist and a performer? Yeah, it's, pretty much been my whole life since maybe four or five years old my my parents put me in dance when I was when I was two just like blowing kisses on stage uh, at the Jersey Shore dance studio um <laughs> yeah um yeah I I've pretty yeah I've been doing it my whole life my first show was Wizard of Oz I think when I was five or six um yeah, it's always been what I've wanted to do. I've always wanted to be that Broadway girl um, performing and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's only recently um, I've, like, looked into, like, other things, obviously because of the pandemic and not having work for, like, a year and a half. Um, yeah, it's been my whole life. And, and what, Rachel, um, what led you to Shenandoah? Um, I was looking at Shenandoah, um, University of the Arts and Point Park, and I came to Shenandoah because I, it's like four hours away from my house, and I wanted to get that real campus experience, um, instead of being in like Philly, um, or actually Point Park is probably like six hours away, so it's probably too far for me. Um, I actually found out that Garrett went to point or not um Shenandoah and I saw like her picture when I was walking around the campus I was like oh my gosh I know her <laughs> um and I mean that draw me drew me to Shenandoah even more um and the fact that it was a small class um the agents with the showcase um type thing they were brought to us so I thought that was very interesting since we got more time with agents and casting directors um, and I just thought it was a great program with a pretty campus. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got in there. <laughs> um, it's so funny. We just talked to Garrett a few weeks ago on the I show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was listening to a little bit of, a, of her interview, too. Um, so Shenandoah was your choice. You got there. We There's... met you at Shenandoah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We're not going to make this podcast entirely about Sleepy Hollow. But it's so funny <laughs> that we are doing it again. And, you know, uh, I immediately think of the last cast, of course, that we did the show with. And you were cast as Katrina. Yeah. Um, yep. That was a really interesting process for us because I don't feel like anyone at the university was like, on the same memo page as us as far as like what was going to happen with the show right. because I think I remember going and saying okay well this is kind of the, what we need for a set and they're like well a set <laughs> um, <laughs> and I said and we need pumpkins that light up pumpkins like, it felt like a like then everybody was like and I was like well we need trees on wheels and that and I feel like everyone was like rushing in their like scenic design classes, like building things in the day yeah, uh, to use at night. But I feel like, I don't know. And then we got everything we asked for, but it was like very, mm -hmm. I can't remember if it was what the dude's name was. Will? Will maybe. 
Um, well, probably. I would say in everybody's defense that, you know, doing new work is a very different beast than just doing something that you know what you're walking into. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And we were very lucky because the, the cast was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was what was your what was your experience? Did it feel like, kind of like um, walking blind and down the tracks? Kind of. Um, I had a pretty good experience. Um, I remember auditioning and we didn't know anything about I don't even think we knew the title of the show. Um, I remember you asked for like a pop song, but something more like soprano-y or maybe Jonathan Flom like asked me to do something more soprano-y. So I was a little confused as to like what was going on during that process. And I was shocked that I even was cast. Um, but I'm so happy and grateful that I was because it, it was a good experience learning new music. Um, I obviously knew the story. Everyone knows the story. Um, but I remember, I think one of you like gave me a new line, like right before we opened or right before we went on stage. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I don't know if I remember it. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was good for my brain. Um, learning new material pretty quickly. I, I loved it. It was a blast. It was a good cast too. I think, um, who was it? Eric was, Eric Abramson was uh, Ichabod, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Danielle, Danielle Grace, yep, was yeah. the, uh, the widow. The widow. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, yeah. Raphael was Raphael. The, uh, yeah, he's my uh, dad. Was, I think who was a uh, spooky guy? Toby. Toby. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> What were some other experiences for you there at SU uh, that you look back fondly on that goes, oh, I was blah, blah, blah? I was. Um, well, when I was a freshman, um, I was a swing in Assassins. And I think I only covered, like, two of the ensemble characters. So it was just, like, two songs um, in the whole show. But I really enjoyed that experience. Um, that's back when, I don't know if they still have understudy runs, um, but we were able to perform in front of our peers and our family, and that was pretty interesting experience um, with that show in particular. I love that show in general. Um, but other than that, I think sophomore year was like, you know how you have like your year where you're like cast in some really good shows? Um, my year was definitely sophomore year. Um, I was, I, I was the understudy in Sweet Charity, um, uh, and in the ensemble of the show too, and that was really so much fun. Um, and I was Cinderella in Into the Woods, um, so that year definitely sticks out as a really good one. And junior year, obviously, being in your lovely show, that was super fun. Funny enough, uh, I, I just directed uh, Into the Woods, and the a uh, girl who played Cinderella is now the Katrina. Oh my gosh. We have to be best friends now. <laughs> There's so much in common already. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I, I think it was probably, first of all, dialing back. Uh, I, it was most definitely me who probably gave you a new line right before the show. Um, probably. <laughs> I, just to preface... I think I was so like, everybody does this, right? Because being in DC, um, I'm working at the Signature Theater and uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of new work that we do there all the time. And mm -hmm. it is not uncommon. We got, it the year before we did Sleepy Hollow, I did a show called Brother Russia there that mm -hmm. at five o'clock before a 7.30 half hour, we got about 30 new pages. Oh my God. And we, we were like, Oh, uh, they're like, well, what would you like to do? Like, well, we let us go home so we can work on these. Like, no, we're not yeah. rehearsing. So it didn't, you know, to me, I kind of am like, well, everyone gets abused like that. Right. So yeah. <laughs> you have make to go through that at least once. Yeah. 30 pages. That's nothing. <laughs> it's, it, it's funny that we were of course commuting back and forth from Arlington to Winchester and uh, 
dealing with the slow kind of uh, demise of our pug that was like paralyzed. I know. I was about to mention that too. I was like, I completely forgot your your pugs in the in um the little strollers too. I remember you bring them into rehearsals. It was just we just had the one Buddha at the time. We have oh, Buddha. two now. Buddha. We have two now, and they're very much uh, the opposite of Mr. Buddha. They are in the audience right now. Yeah, they're listening. They're snoring actually, but you know. Oh, so hi guys. Do, do you really feel like doing Brother Russia? Like you were being sort of punished, or was uh you were being taken advantage of? No, or? no, no. I just think I think what is expected of and asked of. Uh, performers in a new work is really challenging. And that's mm -hmm. just kind of what it is. But what I was gonna say was, you and I were um, commuting so much, we were literally rewriting things. In the truck. In the truck, either on the way home or on the way back there. And we would frequently get there in time to like do a few things. And then, you know, it was, I remember working on my laptop outside the Glaze Studio Theater, like in the window still rewriting things oh yeah and like it we had no time it was crazy crazy town but at any rate this is not the sleepy hollow podcast um <laughs> i i do want to ask did you always want to do it in glaze or was it meant for big stage or because it's glaze it's a smaller environment oh we're black box boys we love a good black yeah. box yeah, I think that's, that story needs to feel claustrophobic, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't think it, it would not feel that way in the, the big Orson Bryant uh, stage. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we, we work most frequently in black boxes. And I think because they offer the most amount of control of mm -hmm. uh, the audience, of how they feel and everything like that. I and mean, don't you agree, Maddie, a, a black box versus... Uh, proscenium. Sure. Proscenium to me feels presentation. Yeah. Yeah. Like look yeah. at our show and look and um, black box feels like experience. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to have an experience in here tonight. Yes, you are. You're going to watch the corn. Yeah. Cult. <laughs> we, we've got the cult. Yeah. The cult's gone. The cult's gone. Oh yeah. The cult's um, gone. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, watching the news and just reading the paper, I think the cult left and went someplace else. Mm -hmm. um, what, what, <laughs> what did you do after you graduated? Um, I, I graduated in 2015 and I immediately started working at the Broadway Palm Dinner Theater um, for Prather Entertainment. Um, I actually, Sarah, um, Camerata, who actually just got married this past Monday. Um, she was also in Sleepy Hollow. Um, I think she was. I yep. know. Her yes, she was. Yep. <laughs> it's hard to remember that far back. Um, yeah, we actually worked there together um, for a while. We did Footloose, um, some other review shows. I did Sister Act there. And uh, Mary Poppins I did at their sister theater in Lancaster. Um, and then I started working for Cruise Lines after that in uh, at the tail end of 2016. And and what I, I always like to ask, what was your experience like on the cruise lines? Like there's good, there's bad. Like, did you have a good one or was it like, okay, enough with the boat? <laughs> um, towards the end, it was like enough. Um, but I, I started working for Viking. So they have like river cruises, but they started with their ocean line. Um, probably before I graduated, but I had, I had a great experience. I Did you go on a river cruise? No, I, no, it was just the ocean ones. Um, I don't think they have a lot of, they don't have like a resident um, group of performers on the river ones. They just have like guest entertainers right. um, because it's so small. Um, but for the ocean ones, um, yeah, I, I had a great experience. We had some really interesting shows, some, really fun ones to sing. I sang in French, which is very challenging, um, but very rewarding. Um, I got to travel the world, waking up in a different country every day. Um, it's definitely something I'm going to look back on and be like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Um, and I met my, um, my boyfriend on, on that ship.
<laughs> Always going to be a really good memory no matter what. Um, but I also worked for a celebrity after that. Um, I lived in Orlando um, after Viking, um, but then I auditioned for celebrity and said, why not do that? And that was a, it's a completely different experience, I would say, just different, um, different shows, different clientele. Viking tends to be on the older side. Um, and celebrity, they're like the partiers. Um, but yeah, I had a really good time. I don't, I don't know if I would necessarily go back, maybe for like a short, very short contract or like a guest entertainer lot um, slot. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I definitely recommend it um, to other performers too. And what were you doing like leading up to pandemic time? I got off the ship uh, February first, twenty twenty. I remember my mom, like, calling me Well, I think I was in St. Thomas, and she was like, there's some sort of disease going on, going around the world. You need to be careful. It's like, nah, it's fine. I was auditioning in New York, I think, the week before everything shut down. I, I was supposed to go see, like, Lion King, like, the day uh, Broadway shut down. I was like, this is probably a good idea if I, like, go home back to Pennsylvania and stay with my mom for a little bit. Um, but maybe it'll blow over in, like, two weeks, like we all thought. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was really trying to audition, and then it, it wasn't a waste. But I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> now I can't even be considered for any of these projects because they're not going to go on anymore. Great. I remember... I remember the week before, because I think we were all, because we have not lived through something like this, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. we were, we were very naive. I remember seeing, I was with a, uh, my coworker and friend um, outside of our office in Arlington and we saw a bus go by and everyone was wearing masks in the bus. And we just thought oh. that was so insane. Like, mm-hmm. we were like, oh, my God, all those people are wearing masks in the bus. And <laughs> and to say that now, it, it's funny, but, like, in 2020 and, like, the first week of March, it, it, was, yeah. it was like, why are you wearing a mask? That looks weird, you know? Especially that early. We didn't even, we didn't know anything. I, I wore, like, a headband around my face, like, when I was flying because I didn't I wasn't sure I saw someone else wearing a mask I'm like oh no I feel I I don't know what to do maybe I should just put this over my face maybe that'll help um yeah I'm surprised people were wearing masks that early yeah I mean this is also like Arlington so everybody was like super um Mm -hmm. cautious super science you know uh believing Mm -hmm. um so yeah, it was it was just that naivety. Um, what so what you went home, and how long did you stay at home? Um, I stayed home for a very long time. My mom lives um, by herself, so it was nice to get quality time with her and my dog. Um, I was home from probably March till my first contract back at the Broadway Palm after. Um, getting like vaccinated and everything a year ago. Um, I've been going back home like every between contracts every now and then um, just to save money um, instead of, you know, getting an expensive New York apartment. Um, it's nice to be home with my mom <laughs> instead. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a long time. It, it felt like it was going to be forever. <laughs> yeah. And and how has it been going back? To, have you found like, like is it difficult with like breakthrough cases and things like that, and shows getting shut down? I mean, has that been your experience? Um, when I mean, I I felt pretty safe as far as like going back to Broadway Palm. I mean, it was a small cast. We didn't have any breakthrough cases, and I'm I'm a very big germaphobe, so um, the fact that I was I felt comfortable going back to a performance um, area is, is a lot. Um, I did work at a an amusement park in California for 
RWS, and we did have big breakthrough cases. I was so nervous. Um, I think we had to stop our performances. I think we stopped, like, maybe three days of performances total. Um, so, And then I just left. So I didn't get it, thank God. Um, but so far, so good here as well. I, I, we haven't had any. I think we had one our first day. Um, but as far as that goes, I feel pretty safe. I mean, fingers crossed, hopefully, um, this is going to go pretty smoothly. But I know um, with cats, people are going to call out. There's going to be COVID. There's going to be injuries like that all the time. So maybe I'll get to go on one of these days. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling you will. I, I was going to say, <laughs> Cat seems like one of those sure shot shows for a cover. Um, yeah. Especially in the era of a waning pandemic um, that's still mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're, 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 we are rehearsing uh, Sleepy Hollow right now in masks. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. And of course, we're in a black box. And our last production of Into the Woods, we had to shut down halfway through the run. So we're trying to avoid that oh, and keep everyone up okay. healthy. We will probably start unmasking yeah. um, soon after we kind of get yeah. up and going. But just trying to take all precautions until we are ready. That's great, though. That's that's amazing. I, I would definitely want to work with you being super safe. Well, um, I think, yeah. you know, I think we have learned, I mean, I know me and Steve, we still wear our masks in different places just because now that we've yeah. done that and kind of avoided certain, you know, um, transmittable diseases or whatever, it kind of feels mm-hmm. like it's a smarter thing to do, especially when you're in the public of, a, you know, um, traveling on a plane or a bus or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel naked without it. Well, I, we have a friend that travels a lot, and he's been to Vietnam and different places, and he was like, yeah, welcome to the East. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. Mm-hmm. You mean it over in uh, the, the Eastern? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I think that uh, nobody makes enough money for this not to be safe, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> So we might as well all be safe and have a good time. I, that's my other thing is like nobody's making enough money to not have a good time and have a, a very comfortable room um, and have mm-hmm. fun. So we yeah. try to do that. Um, I think that's what memory is about. I think Grizabella is looking back at the COVID years <laughs> and, she's, <laughs> and she's saying, I can't do it anymore, kids. I'm going to just get on this little tire and go to the kitty cat heaven. <laughs> oh, the heavy side layer. Wow. Yep. That's honestly, that's how I'm going to think of it from now on. Yeah. With the fake tears running down my face, the uh-huh. smudged lipstick and everything. <laughs> um, in our production once, Grizabella was singing her big number and she stepped in her tail accidentally and ripped it off. Oh, and honestly, that's my nightmare. And that's... then the guy that was playing Skimble Shanks crawled up to her and picked up the tail very graciously and wrapped it around her neck like it was a boa. (laughs) (laughs) We were all dying. But of course, once again, the audience doesn't care because they don't know what's going on. No, they probably didn't even notice. No, they thought, oh, oh gosh, she's got that old cat's just falling apart. (laughs) Just wear it like a boa. (laughs) Oh, gosh. You do what you can. Hey. You do what you can. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, how, how wonderful was it probably for your mom to, like, get that extra time with you back at home? And I, I think that's probably um, a, was a godsend to her as well, right? It it really was. I I miss my mom so much. Um, yeah. I, I mean, being away, like, on the ship and other contracts and not being able to see her, it was definitely a lot nice. Yeah, I'm so thankful we got that opportunity to spend every day together. And she knows I'm a neat freak trying to clean everything to protect her at all costs. Because um, she's now 61, and um, I just wanted to make sure she was okay and didn't actually get COVID. Um, but, yeah, thankfully, meh, poo-poo, she hasn't gotten it, knock on, knock on wood. Yeah. 
that's one thing yeah. that never ever really gets kind of old or maybe it is old you know using the wrong words in our business mm -hmm. when you literally kind of sign up to be an artist in performing like you do miss weddings and funerals and important life things because yeah. you your body and your talents have to show up to tell that story it's not like mm -hmm. you're you know just at home being a secretary or at, at a office somewhere yeah. it's you yeah yeah you yeah. you have to be away i'm missing four weddings this year or yeah up until next year i'm missing out on a lot but you know it is it is what it is my friends usually understand um i can't be there for a big party um but yeah it's it's hard it's hard especially with with family um, and pets. I miss my dog so much. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that people not in the business don't understand that, like, you could potentially not get a job if you have a conflict, mm -hmm. you know, and and they don't understand what, like, I had through the years, uh, let's just say one or two friends that got, like, very angry that I couldn't come and say, well, just call out. Like, well, it, it's not really like that. You can't, yeah. It's a whole ordeal. Like, you, you have to give, like, notice. You also, you only get, like, a certain amount of personal days. So, at the end of the day, you might be losing out on a good paycheck. Um, and sometimes you just can't leave. It's impossible. Or sometimes. So, the company. Yeah, well, you know, growing up, I used to always kind of joke with my parents when they would say, can't you come home this weekend and be blah, blah, blah. And I'd say, you know what, if you guys can pay my rent this month, yep. then I can then I can come. <laughs> Otherwise, this is just unfortunately my job. Yeah. And I think people sometimes yeah, by look all at means, us hey. like, yeah, I think sometimes people look at what we do as more of like a hobby than like, well, this is yeah. like, you would never look at... Adele and say mm -hmm. oh can't you can't you get out of that concert right, right? <laughs> can you get... it's a lot to ask they I found that a lot on the ship like people I would stand outside um after performing and pouring my heart out and sweating so much and they'd be like so like what's your real job um have you thought about like going out for Broadway, um, like, <laughs> is this a hobby for you? I'm like, no, this is, do you see what, like, what's happening? This is my job. I, so, a lot of the time they ask, like, do we live on the ship? I'm like, no, they just, like, helicopter us in every single day. Like, those kind of <laughs> questions. It's, it's so mind-boggling. Well, yeah. This is like, my house. <laughs> like, America is now looking to see if you're successful based on, the names Alphaba, um, mm -hmm. Simba, or Grisabella. Grisabella, yep, yep. They don't understand the um, just the ins and outs of being in quote the you know the business because you, I we've have you know we have many Broadway performing friends and uh, same thing they go in and out of shows and the next thing you know they're in. The middle of Idaho doing, you know, the odd couple. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like hell on earth. Being in the middle of Idaho doing the odd couple. <laughs> um, so random. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I um, I guess this, this Cats tour, does it have like a, an ending or is it just, yeah, it's got to. What's the contract? So we finish actually in June in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I've never been, so it's, we're all so, so excited. I kind of want to just stay there. Hopefully they, we can just have some buyouts for flights home and just stay for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's pretty nice. We have a few layoffs, which is awesome. We're going to be off for... So we'll be home for the holidays um, and like one more layoff. But yeah, we're we have some we have pretty nice contracts. I have to say, like I've heard like horror stories of other tours just being 
in like one city and then the next day they're in another state and like we're sitting down for um a long time in some of these places is your mom watching your puppy yes yeah it's i mean it's technically hers but he's really i'm i want to think that I'm his mother. But... Oh, right. I'm so like the aunt. After the Hawaii trip, or maybe at Christmas time, you, you will get back to see the puppy. Oh yes. Oh, he's not. He. I. I always say dogs are puppies because they really are to me. But he's. He, I think he's like fourteen or fifteen. We rescued him when he was five. Oh. Um, yeah, and he's a toy poodle, so he'll oh. always look like a puppy with like no teeth. Yeah, I think I'm still a puppy, or based on that description. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pappy. I was rescued. I'm old and I have no teeth. And you sit on the couch. And I sit on the couch. And, I and my mom's couch. a cat. Yes. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to ask you, uh, you've traveled so many different places through your, your jobs and your contracts. What have been some of the most like beautiful or favorite places that you've experienced? Um, probably from my first contract, um, anywhere in Scandinavia, I think. Wow. Norway is, I, I didn't expect to ever be there in my life. I, I, I loved it. It was gorgeous. I actually, my, my boyfriend's there right now, um, for one of his contracts and, um, I visited him, um, this past May, um, in Scandinavia. It was so so good to be back. Everything's super expensive there, but I don't, I don't even care. The food's good. The views, um, and Denmark is lovely too. Um, yeah, just that area. I, I could live there if I had enough money. <laughs> I would totally live there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I like the Mediterranean too. Um, Barcelona and everything is just gorgeous. Um, I've also I did a short, very, very short contract, only three weeks um, as a replacement in um, Japan. We did this long crossover. We were going back. I think we were going back an hour every day, and you'd think that's nice, but it was my body didn't know where I was or what time it was. Um, But Japan was beautiful. I wish I got to spend more time there, and I'd love to go back. It's weird to say. I feel so – I know I'm young, and it's weird to say that I've been to – a bunch of countries, probably over, probably 30, uh, probably more than that. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I was expecting you to say something like, I would really like to go back and see Milwaukee. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's. <laughs> I think we're stopping there. Maybe. I'm not actually sure. I'd still like to go there and see the U.S. That's why, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this too. Is I'm definitely on my bucket list, but I mean, I've been to other countries, but I've, I haven't seen a lot of my own country. Um, so I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this. I get to um, go to places. I, I've been to California before, but like we're going to San Diego next week, and I'm super excited. I've heard it's amazing. Um, and I think we're going to Canada also at some point, and I love Canada too. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely parts of this country I don't need to see. <laughs> so yes, yeah. There's that. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, there's so much history in other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely recommend recommend Norway. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go. Yeah, we have a friend that moved to Sweden, and as soon as they got there, they're like, okay, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I can stay here. Everyone's beautiful. Super easy to get around. What is going to happen after the cat store? Do you have any uh, projection about where you where you want to move or where what's going to happen? My our loose plan right now is to uh, try Orlando. Actually, um, my boyfriend and I lived there in 2018 just to like test out like if we could live together without killing each other, um, and it worked out. So we want to go back. Um, and there's a lot of performing didn't even realize it until we moved there. There's, I mean, there's obviously Disney, there's Voices of Liberty, they have that new Finding Nemo show. Um, but there's, we have a lot of friends there. Uh, I just want to 
test it out and hopefully stick around long term. Um, so we love it there. Um, and hopefully it works out and we can stay there for a while. Hopefully get in with Disney, get a free pass too. Yeah, that would help. Mm-hmm. Then you can just persuade mom to come retire down there, you know. I don't, I think as soon as I move there, she's probably going to sell the house and go. Yeah. She's more definitely, I, I definitely need to be uh, close to her. I do have, uh, my boyfriend has a lot of family in Miami. I think everyone's there. And um, I have a, a little bit of family down there too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know Florida, it's a swamp and it has a reputation, but hopefully wherever we live, we're, we're good. Well, you clearly would be living in the little microcosm of what makes Florida great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really um, mm-hmm. Rachel, what, uh, what are some things that either during the pandemic or since, uh, streaming things like shows, movies, whatever, could you recommend to folks? I always like to see what people are into. Oh, my mom would probably, it'd be, it'd be better if you asked her this question because she loves TV and movies. Um, I've rewatched a lot of things over the pandemic. I love The Office and Parks and Rec. I love The Good Place is so good. It's just the best writing. Um, um, movie-wise, I my favorite movie will always be The Princess Bride. Um, I wish that was a musical too. They I'm kind of shocked it's it not. Broadway. I know, right? My mom says that every single time we watch it, she's like, "It's tailor-made for Broadway." That and like Enchanted. I feel like and someone new coming working, out. So. I feel like someone was working on The Princess Bride, Maddie. Was that like Zena Goldrich and Marcy? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Why not you guys? Well, yeah. we would have to get the, we would have to get the rights to that mm. movie, and it, um, I think it's kind of that commercial slash Broadway slash feeling. Those of, people pick the composers. The composers don't pick the piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, because so. whoever is retaining the property rights to that, I mean, it's the we wanted to do at one point a league of their own. Um, oh, okay. And make that a musical. Uh, but I mean, like everything that you would want to work on, somebody's already retaining the rights and working on it somewhere. Right. Um, doesn't mean it always goes somewhere. Sometimes it just doesn't really uh, get past a backers audition or a, you know, mm-hmm. regional run somewhere. But, you know, I also don't yeah. know if people would think of Matt and I first off when it comes to like the princess bride um maybe the corpse bride but i don't know if they (laughs) think of us for the princess bride i don't know actually the corpse bride would be so good i do i do love that movie yeah 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 we we could do the corpse bride we love anything tim burton um well perfect well the office funny that you say that because i had never watched the office um really until the pandemic And Mm -hmm. then became super obsessed. And Matt and I were actually Michael and Dwight for Halloween this past year. Oh, my gosh. I was was Dwight, of course. Um, (laughs) Glasses and and a mustard shirt. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The whole thing and name tags. And we were quite the hit with all the um, trick-or-treaters because everybody knows The Office. Kids know Uh The Office. Yes. You know, it's like it's, friends. It'll it's always on TV. It's going to be around for a long ever. time. It's forever. It's yeah, going to be a cult classic, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love it. So I discovered you rewatched and I watched for the first time. Um, did you have you watched the Ships Creek yet? Oh yes. Okay. Uh, yes, I sobbed the last episode. So funny. I started watching that, I think, on the ship. And I think we we all love the Jazz of Gals episode. And oh all God. we could do for like a solid month was, it's oh, it's raining men. Yes. That's all we said. <laughs> oh, it's, it's raining so men. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also love when they're like, ga, 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 ga. It's just the best writing. I, I love 
every actor in it. I, um, I mean, it's it's so good. I'm trying to get my mom to watch it. I don't I don't know if it's her type of humor, but we love um, Catherine O'Hara, so I'm I'm hoping she watches it. What about uh, Catherine O'Hara's legendary um, audition for the Jazzy Gals? Oh yeah, with Wait, the what end is shaker. It? The- Yes, it should have been you. (laughs) I love the episode where she busts out for, oh, Danny boy. (laughs) No, wait, wait, no, she started with, uh-huh that's when she's doing it again for everyone yeah yeah yeah. oh my god i love i love when not that this is the schitt's creek uh podcast but i love when eugene Eugene levy uh is trying to sing a little to get into the jazz gals like and he's Mm -hmm. he's at a restaurant he's like yes please (laughs) (laughs) i oh he's oh he's been like one of my favorites for such a long time i love the movie Best in Show yeah. with them together. I feel like no one else like even knows that movie, but it's it's so good. That's like the beginning, of, maybe the beginning of like mockumentaries. Oh, it's so funny. Did you see uh, A Mighty Wind? No. A Mighty Wind is a parody of uh, folk singers. And he's oh, in it with Catherine O'Hara. It's it, the same it's, crew. It's the same cast, except it's I'm all done. It, it, rather than it being a dog show, it is through the lens of folk singers writing their own music and going out and singing. Oh, my gosh. And they sing together in it? Oh, yeah. So, oh, my gosh. I have to watch it. So on one night, one, one, one year, um, the 930 Club here locally was, you know, that does um, concerts and stuff. One of the listings for one evening was the uh, concert of A Mighty Wind. Oh. And and we were like, oh, my God, do you think it's them? We yes. got tickets and we showed up and everybody from the Waiting for Guffman crew that's in A Mighty Wind <gasps> came and performed the, the, the folk music in character, never broke, and once. then left and got on a bus and were out of there. They did not even take like a, a bow, like they were who they were. They acted like they were the band. They're ca- wow, that's so cool. It oh, was amazing. I wish I could have seen that. That's and amazing. You, uh, you've you have to have seen Waiting for Guffman, right? Oh, yeah. So when I was a kid I worked at the McCarter Theater and our Scrooge was who I, I've always I think I saw it when I was a kid it's the guy who they think is Guffman um, at the end but it, he's just some like random person in the audience I worked with that actor when I was like 12 he was our Scrooge oh that's funny I can't I I can't remember what his name is, but yeah, <laughs> that's a good movie too. <laughs> yeah, definitely check out A Mighty Wind. Um, There's a kiss at the end of the rainbow. That's their song, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I love when they sing together. Oh, you will love this then. Definitely put that on your list. Well, Rachel, yes. um, this has been a delight to catch up with you and uh, yes. don't be a stranger and... Um, We'll we'll just keep in touch. I, I can't wait to hear how much fun you have in Hawaii in June. I'll be so <laughs> jealous. Yeah, please don't let us know. <laughs> okay, I won't call you right away. No. Uh, actually, we're gonna be we're gonna be in DC. I'll, let me look up and see when. Um, hopefully, we can get together, or you can maybe I'll be on for one of those days. Um, we'll be in DC in January. Oh, nice. Yeah, at the we'll have National to, we'll Theater. We'll have to figure out how to... Get Are you coming together. to the National? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think I actually saw Garrett perform there um, when I was a kid, too. So, small world. It's crazy. That's cool. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to keep in touch and get it together in January when it's, like, frigid cold here, but we'll figure it out, all right? Yeah, frozen cat. <laughs> You can just always rip your tail off and wrap it around your neck as a scarf. <laughs> as a scarf. Perfect. 
I will be doing that from now on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rachel, have a great rest of your morning and we will see you in DC in January. Yes. Thank you. And you too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Rachel. It was so great to catch up with you. Good luck on the Cats tour. We are so excited about it. Um, And uh, if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an ER. You can support us on Patreon under Connor and Smith, again with an ER. Find us on socials, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest under Connor and Smith. Um, please join the Discord board. It's a way to post things that's not in the glaring eye of social media. You can say hello to your fellow alum, post pictures, etc. You can also add to the college playlist and add songs that were popular when you were in college, whatever time that was, late 90s, 2000s, 2015, 70s, 80s, whatever it is. Um, Add to that. It really helps us create a big mixtape that we all can share that's a lot of fun. Um, and other than that, uh, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. It helps us out a lot. Share it where you share things, post it where you post things. And, um, we have one more guest, um, in September and that is next weekend is going to be a little bit of a split shift. So we'll have one final SU guest, uh, the last day of September and then October 1st, something else spookier happens. So, But we will be back to SU people in November and December. So I hope you all had a great weekend. And we will uh, see you next week with something SU and something spooky. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.